Hey friends, welcome to Because She Chose. If you're a busy mom desiring consistency and growth in your relationship with God, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Camille McIntyre. In this show, we'll discover practical tips, find helpful resources, and interview amazing women as they share their stories on growing in their relationship with God. Thanks for joining in and listening. Well, happy fall, friends. This is the first episode of season two of our Because She Chose podcast, and I cannot wait to share all that is happening with you. We're opening up this conversation with moms as everyone is going back to school, getting settled into a routine, and getting scheduled again. Some of you tell me you're starting new jobs, careers, businesses. Some of you have had your brand new babies. Whew. I applaud all of you moms as you are all keeping the plate spinning, bringing in the bacon, frying it up in a pan, and never, well, <laughs> I think you get the picture. Those of you who are busy, super mamas doing all the things, let me ask you this. What does your relationship with God look like in your new busy season? That's what I want to talk about because mindset really is a choice. Some of you are telling me that you could not wait to get back to your school year routine. Some of you are holding on to the last warm weather and you're still hitting the beach. Tell me something though, friends, where are you and your mindset in this new season? What are your thoughts and your feelings? Are you already feeling overwhelmed and it's only September? Are you trying to implement new strategies of good time management and meal prepping? And you're thinking, can I really get in some me time and quality time with God as well? Well, let me tell you, it's all in your head. <laughs> Before you get all defensive, let me explain. I read a post today by a health and fitness Instagrammer that said, the most negative person in our lives can be the voice in your own head, but it doesn't have to be that way. You can flip the script and work on a more positive mindset. And I really love that. There's a meme I like that I keep it as a wallpaper and it says, if you change the way you look at things, the things that you look at will change. Now I know, I know you're thinking, give me a break. <laughs> I can't hear any more what you say about thinking about and what you're bringing about and all that. But you know what? It's true. As I walked around in Barnes & Noble one day recently, I saw lining the bookshelves a ton of self-help books with titles like Thinking Your Way to Happiness, Train Your Brain, and How to Develop a Positive Mental Attitude. I used to pass by that section and just roll my eyes. <laughs> Is that you? That's a negative attitude right there, my friends, and I had it too. But I've studied enough to know that it really is all about your mindset. From the moment you wake up to the moment that you lay your head on the pillow of bedtime, let me tell you how I react to every single thought that passes through my mind is completely up to me. My belief system affects my choices and then my choices shape my actions, which determine my results. So my future depends on the choices I make and the actions I take when presented through the lens of my thought life. I'm going to give you an example. Over the summer, I took some incredibly scary actions and attended two conferences, which by the way, I was completely scared to death to attend. I was terrified because first of all, I really didn't know anyone there at all, but I knew that I heard from God. He literally impressed on me to go. He was like, you have to go. Now I had a choice. I could have shrunk back in fear. I could have allowed my husband to talk me out of it because honestly, it was an expense I absolutely could not afford at the time but I chose to go against all those odds because I trusted God. I've told the story a little bit about how God blessed me mightily in both of them. And the first conference, God told me that I would find answers there that I was waiting for, for years. And boy, did I. I was placed at a table with faith-filled women who spoke into my life. 
One in particular would go on to become a business coach that God is using in amazing ways as I move forward with this because she chose community. In the second conference, I was invited by and introduced to women I had admired for years, for two years to be exact, and they encouraged me in my walk with God. They were true giants in the faith who encouraged me to believe, and I was literally invited into rooms that I felt like I had no place to be in. In that green room, I felt completely out of place. I felt like I did not belong, but God reminded me there, and in that moment, that he had placed me there. He was confirming the call that he had on my life, and he was showing me that I was worthy to be there. I was actually selected by the host of the entire conference to come into the green room. Now, if I had allowed fear to stop me, I would never have made that amazing choice and then experienced that. I made that choice to believe in God and what he had planned for me, which it enabled me to take action that determined the results of what you are going to be seeing soon. So let me get back to my original question of what does your relationship with God look like in this season? The only reason I've learned this very important lesson on mindset is because the quality time that I spend with God, period. Listen, I read a lot of self-help books. I listen to a lot of life coaches, but if I hadn't been in prayer and in the word on a daily basis, I definitely would not have heard God urging me to take that step of faith and attending those conference, 100% sure. I was thinking about how I had taught the ladies group a couple of weeks ago on our Wednesday uh, women's worship. We were talking about the new season that we feel we're in, I feel I'm in. I've been hearing a lot of prophetic voices and they're all saying the same thing. This is a new season, new fall season is coming with a sense of change up ahead. And it's like this wonderful time that's coming with you know, the Jewish feasts and the new year that's coming up this month that's going to be celebrated. I love learning about all that stuff. Now, I wrote in a blog post last week about this idea that they believe with the new season that's coming upon us, that God wants to renew these areas of our lives. In the past season and month, you might have felt like you've been going through a squeezing or a pressing time. I know I have. I feel sometimes as if the walls are closing in and you're traveling through a tight space. And it reminds me of a teaching I heard about monarch butterflies. I've written before about what these beautiful little creatures go through as they're growing and going through that metamorphosis. Did you know that I think it's 10 to 14 days after the monarch butterfly forms in its chrysalis, it becomes transparent, revealing what will become this beautiful butterfly inside. And once it's completely transparent, that's how you know it will emerge on that day. And then seconds after the butterfly emerges, it looks like nothing at all what we see the majestic monarchs looking like as they're fluttering around. I saw them through my garden this past week. I took a video of it and put it up on Instagram. Its wings, right when they come out of the chrysalis, are small and crumpled, and its abdomen is enlarged and filled with fluids. Now, the newly emerging butterfly must be able to hang upside down so their wings can expand and dry properly. And if they don't have time, space, and room to do this, their wrinkled and deformed wings will keep them grounded for life. And it's a short life at that. If a butterfly falls from its chrysalis and it's not immediately placed back up to hang upside down, its wings will be deformed and it will never fly. (laughs) When I read that, I was like, holy smokes. Monarch butterflies may be 
beginning to appear maybe where you are around this time of the month. I know I saw them today and I was so excited. I hadn't seen them yet. They're beautiful, that orange and that black color, really big. There's a bush, just a couple of houses down from me that there were about five to six of them. And I was sitting, I was talking to my girlfriends, my warrior sisters on um, Marco Polo. And I was just, just talking to them. And we talk every day. And all of a sudden one flew by my window. I was sitting in the car and I almost screamed because one of the things I heard was that with the arrival of these amazing little creatures, it's a great example of what change looks like. Remind yourself every single time you see one and be grateful for the season that God might have you in and the coming new season ahead. They say that the most difficult part of this metamorphosis process is when those newly born butterflies, they have to squeeze their way out of that chrysalis, right? It's a squeezing through a really narrow place and it's difficult. And while they're squeezing through it, there's this fluid that's being forced through the wings, causing those wings to expand. If those wings didn't do that, they really would never really form properly. So when you see that monarch flying through your garden, know that it made it through its tight place. Doesn't this past season feel like that for you? I know it's felt that way for me. I felt like the squeezing and the pressure, just like when I gave birth to my babies, You need to feel that push, right? And then there's this pressing. I was listening to a daily devotional, I think two days ago, about how Jesus had said, remember Lot's wife. Now you're like, what is Lot's wife all about? If you read in Luke 17, 32 through 33, Jesus says, whoever tries to keep their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life will preserve it. You know, maybe Jesus wanted us, you know, to think of her and use her as this example because she didn't exactly do what she was told to do. She was told to not look back. She was told to follow the angel out of this evil city. I used to think, man, why was that so bad about wanting to peek back at her home? What was her home? Maybe it was that by looking back at Sodom, she showed that her heart was torn between that place that she was leaving, that narrow space she was going through and it was difficult and where she was being led that new season. Here was God sending this angel, think about it, basically taking them by the hand, leading them out of this terrible place. He was saving them. He was saving their lives, the very few of them in that family. Here she was more than likely imagining the life and thinking about the memories that she had made there, had her children there maybe. And she was stuck in this place of indecision, but really it was disobedience. What it showed was she wanted what she had in her previous life more than what God had up ahead for her. And it cost her her life. Maybe God is asking you right now to go through like a tight squeeze season to develop for what he has up ahead for you. What has he been asking for you to move forward on? I don't know, into his purposes for you maybe? Are you looking at where you are now or what you maybe had or have had, and you're not looking ahead? Are you like Lot's wife, staying stuck somewhere in the middle? I like to call it the in-between. Well, wherever you are right now, while you are listening to this, I'm asking you, ask God to get you through your tight squeeze season and move you up into the new. Because change really is up ahead. 
It really is up ahead. I know I'm experiencing it right now. I know I see it's like right around the bend with everything God has and has had in mind for because she chose in this community. I kind of think about, man, just like that butterfly, if you don't go through the tight squeeze season, you're not going to be able to fly either because that's what God wants for us. He wants us to fly. I love this poem by Aaron Hansen. It says, there is freedom waiting for you on the breezes of the sky. And you ask, what if I fall? Oh, but my darling, what if you fly? So I encourage you sisters, lay it before the Lord. Ask him to help you get through your tough, tight squeeze season and get you into your season so that you can fly. Blessings until next time, my friends. I'd love it if you'd keep an eye open for what's coming up ahead for our Because She Chose community. I'll be announcing our free webinar coming in October. I'll be discussing what new things are on the horizon for us. I'm super, super excited. Stay tuned to the podcast and follow on Instagram. Better yet, go to www.camillemcintyre.com to make sure we have your email for all that is to come. Thanks so much for joining me today on this episode of Because She Chose. I hope you found some encouragement and help to find time to grow in your faith. Let me know if today's episode resonated with you and send me a message on Instagram at Camille underscore McIntyre or at Because She Chose, also on my Facebook business page, Camille McIntyre. If you are loving what you are hearing, make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave me a review and rating. Until next time, take care.